0: First You Think is a not-for-profit ministry of the First Unitarian Church of Des Moines. Support us at ucdsm.org today.
1: Well, I'm Linda, and I wish be sharing our reflections this morning. Buckminster Fuller said, You never change things by fighting the existing reality. To change something, build a new model that makes the existing model obsolete. Well, one of those new models is the concept of Buen Vivir, which is Spanish for living well. Jocelyn Mercado wrote, Our Western worldview is based on a never-ending development, an emphasis on the rights of the individual, personal salvation, and capitalism. We are taught from an early age that materialism and consumption are necessary aspects of life. There is an ever-present dualism which separates society from nature. Now this concept was was embraced in parts of Latin America because they noticed that development projects which were to bring wealth ended up extracting natural resources and poverty levels increased. The indigenous people who lived there lived in a sustainable and peaceful manner and they did not feel that the western ways were benefiting them. And the people in this area also highly valued preserving protecting and respecting nature, which is a valuable part of the community. The constitutions of Ecuador and Bolivia today, in fact, reflect that concept. The indigenous traditions have existed for centuries allows these cultures to live sustainably and in many cases without a need for money or traditional jobs. Work is shared food is distributed to those who need it most, the only resources from the environment are those that are needed for survival. Nature is not harmed and is allowed to regenerate in order to enhance the lives of future generations. The non-human life forms such as plants, animals, the earth, spirits of the ancestors have their own free will and feelings and are respected as such. This concept is really a radical departure from the current predominant worldview, yet parts of it have crept into Western culture. For example, some of you may be aware that austere living is becoming popular. That is the adopting of a zero-waste lifestyle, the tiny house movement, and returning to a natural vegetarian diet. As well, eco-friendly practices or green practices can be found in a number of businesses and corporations and using alternative energy sources to reduce consumption and the deletion of natural resources can also lead to sustainability. Now, while the Verve is a visionary concept, it's a portal into the era of the great social change. It opens our eyes to what could be possible and positions us to reach a greater understanding of our own human potential. With that, we invite you to join with the Pachamama Alliance and find out how you can take action toward changing the paradigms of our modern world, engage with our collective responsibility as human beings for our role in shaping the evolution of life on Earth.
2: I am Linda Lemons, and my pronouns are she, her, and hers. I come with deep gratitude for my 33-year relationship with Unitarian Universalism and the challenges, joys, resources, opportunities, and lens or worldview it has offered me. With this gratitude, I share my reflections regarding the pathways to a new Earth Day story. And for the challenging experience of integrating the foundational values of a new story into my mind, heart, and body, based on a desire to know for myself what I can offer and what is mine to do. The vision that Pachamama Alliance is hoping to bring forth is an environmentally sustainable, spiritually fulfilling, socially just human presence on this planet. They believe this is possible if we change the story we are telling ourselves about the world. I think the use describe this as our ongoing search for truth and meaning, and the Buddhist would use language of mental formations, and with awareness and compassion of the pain, we move from being stuck in suffering to see with new eyes the pathway to act and move forward. So I ask myself, what if we viewed the world from the prophecy of the eagle and the condor and we knew it was now time to swore together in the sky, bringing forth the new level of consciousness, one that values the interconnected gifts of the female eagle and the male condor, knowing intuitively the timing of which quality was needed to move forward? What if we could grieve when it was time to grieve? clarifying what we wanted to take with us and what was time to leave behind. Wow. Think of all the rigid dualities, walls of separation, blaming, attacking, shaming, hiding, and denying we could transform. So the contribution I offer for our consideration as we bring forth a new Earth Day story is naming the practice and skills to be aware, valuing the importance of slowing down, breathing and focusing on the current moment, even if it is a pandemic that has to teach us this. To notice what we are experiencing in our minds, bodies and hearts, allowing ourselves to see the violence and losses in ourselves and the world, being in community with others who understand this practice and then knowing when it is time to offer one gifts, one's gifts or take action, whether that be of the spider weaving a web or a cat climbing a tree and bringing forth an environmentally sustainable, spiritually fulfilling, socially just world for all, a new dream for humanity.
0: My name is Ron Heidemann. My pronouns are he, him and his. In the article, how social justice and environmental justice are intrinsically interconnected. Author Haley Hansel writes, the interconnectedness of daily human life and the state of the earth often goes unexamined. But at this point in human history, we cannot afford to separate these conversations. The assumptions that many people carry that the earth is separate from us and thus exploitable are paralleled by assumptions that some people are different and inherently disposable. When some people have access to resources that help them relieve climate impacts while others don't, that becomes a social justice issue. A UN report on climate change stated that it is the poor who will suffer the most as the effects of climate change continue. People who are marginalized are especially vulnerable to climate change, it said. The Human Impact Report, published by the Global Humanitarian Forum in 2009, said that 300,000 people a year are already dying from the effects of climate change, and another 4 billion are vulnerable to negative side effects, such as water shortages, extreme weather, food insecurity, reduced agricultural productivity, loss of low-lying lands, desertification, loss of biodiversity and ecosystem services, and spread of diseases, such as malaria. Although these effects are not exclusive to the poor, The poor have limited ability to cope with them. A decline in crop yields will first and foremost affect the countries and the people who aren't able to afford higher-priced crops. The poor are also hit hardest in weather-related disasters, such as heat waves or storm surges, and the number of natural disasters between 2000 and 2009 was around three times higher than in the 1980s, almost entirely because of climate-related events. As the poor find themselves subject to these adversities, it makes it even more difficult to fight poverty. Pachamama Alliance Iowa values experiencing the interconnected web of all existence. We acknowledge we each will be continuing to change and evolve as we all transition to an ecological, restorative, resilient, life-affirming worldview where we are accountable for how our actions impact both ourselves and others.